boobies. You like boobies. Vicky likes boobies. You're tacky and I hate you. Now are there any damn questions? Have you any idea what the street value of this mountain is? nice fish you know big fucking eyes but a nice fucking fish you know it's all right ready um, all right ready 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 all right in five four and no topic too absurd, no statement to asinine. We are nerdies and we are on the air. We are live. I'm the guy named Mike. Who's the next guy? Justin. Who's the guy after him? Kyle. Who's the next one after that? Vinny Thunderheart. And, oh, so he's, he's throwing out his chappy GPT name. And who's fifth in line right now? Oh. So, oh, I'm really glad focused. we did to test the audio before this. We did. <laughs> Laser focused on those levels. So, yeah. So we're live. Look at us entertain. It's always fun. Doing yeah, we got live. We show. got everything going for us right now. Mm-hmm. We're a little late. Are you doing like a a cribs tour for us? This is my shit. Me? Yeah. Um, no, I have a four-year-old that I'm trying to entertain while I'm talking to you guys, because the one-year-old is just not going to sleep. I feel like that's a everyday occurrence. Yeah. I see that's life with kids, yeah. which is why I don't have any. Zach takes usually about 30 minutes to, to knock out. Yeah, then how long does he stay down, though? It's been good. Knock on the woods. Knock on Formica. Yeah, whatever. How has everyone's week been? Uh, that good, huh? Rough, you know. To be honest. Yeah. Raw, rugged. The grind never stops over here. Shut up. We just have Chat GPT do everything for you, don't you? Only things that require me to type longer than three sentences. Oh, I'm glad Megan's in the room for that. Why? She's she, not. She left. Why? Now she can question everything you've ever sent her that's more than like three sentences. Well, I think they exist. They don't. But I text her more than she texts me. I, I, I'm, I'm the more communicable one. Because they use words like communicable. I'm not going to say needy or clawing or anything. <laughs> no. I've Sometimes she likes to peek out what you use her name. I've started to have nightmares <laughs> about getting the script done for the holiday special. Yeah, it's crunch time. It's getting down on it. Is that where your demon came from? This is elusive demon you were talking about? No. So... I hope Kyle is paying attention because he did want to hear the story. Okay. 
when I first started dating Ashley, it was like the second or third time I had spent the night here. And I was laying in the bed, starting to doze off. And I look over, and right next to the bed is like this very hulking, pretty naked, red-colored demon. And he's just he like pretty while he was naked, or very naked, both. Um, okay. No, he's monstrous looking, like the classic like horn shit, and like you know, like well muscled. The cliche. Right? Yeah. So like. You know, I freak out and I start having, like, a fucking asthma attack. It's fine. The other night, same thing, laying in bed. And I had dozed off. And I felt like... uh, Kyle will understand this because he has a child. Joe might understand this because he has a pet. But you know how when you're sleeping and, like, you could be, like, dead asleep... But you are aware that there's another being, like, within inches of your fucking face just staring at you. Uh-huh. Right. So, like, normally that's James in the middle of the night when he's got a stomach ache or something's bothering him. He'll just, like, come in and instead of, dad, dad, he'll just, like, he'll fucking stand there and, like, the d- dad sense goes off and I open my eyes and the motherfucker's standing there. I'm like, what are you doing? So... <laughs> this happens and I open my eyes and I'm about to yell at him because it would have made sense he was starting to not feel good Sunday after you had left Mike he got the, the same thing we got the usual oh yeah. he got the sickness yeah the cold that's been floating around yeah. literally everyone has it right now right so I'm like sickness. I open my eyes and I go James what and as I look up there is a tall lanky White. I was tall, so it's not James. Driftwood-looking, skinned, like, fucking thing reaching for my face. Were you aroused? No, I wasn't (laughs) fucking aroused. Right. Which head did we go? So like, so I'm like, oh fuck, like my face. So I like, I like, I like, (laughs) I'm on my side. So I like yeah, I roll over. I start tapping Ashley to wake up, and I'm like, <gasps> and as I turn back from like waking her up, I look over and it's gone. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "There's a fucking thing in here." And she's like, "Okay," and I was like, "No," because like I woke up thinking James is in the fucking room. And she's like, was he in here? And I was like, no. I was like, the thing is in here. And she looked at you like we're all looking at you. Yeah. Sleep tight. It's the second time I've seen something creepy like that. Now, I've seen her, like, grandmother come in and, like, look over her when she's sleeping. I've seen our grandparents at Kyle's parents' house before. So I'm not, I'm not usually freaked out by, you know, seeing things that aren't actually there. 
you said you don't get enough sleep, and one of the side effects of not getting oh, enough hallucination. sleep is hallucinations. Sure, so, absolutely. Yeah. But it was terrifying. Like, it, that thing I was... I imagine it would be. That thing was fucking grotesque. But there's my demon story. Yay! <laughs> Sleep tight, kids. I'm an atheist. That shit doesn't come for me. It's weird how, like, I don't, I don't ever see spirits and stuff. Uh, I mean, they come to you. I want to so bad... They come. They to don't you. fuck with me. They come. They come to everybody. They just whether or not yeah. you you Thank like. You, Mike. You're so, open. You're open to the, to the surprise of no one. Sadie has now woken up for the third time, and now I need to go up and bring Emery upstairs. So I will be back as soon as I can. We're live. Okay. Live, Kyle. Live. Sadie and I care both. Okay. Smile, Am. You're on YouTube. And my ankles. Kyle, you have 20 minutes. Tops. So I break your ankles. And In disrespect, he's going to force me to act. Just like I had to act? That's another thing we should tell the fans. Uh, Vinny is such an insolent piece of shit that he made me allow Joe for a night to talk about... What can you talk about, Joe? Star Trek. Yeah, Joe. How many days is it? How many days? That's is it? abusive relationship talk right there. You made me do this to you. <laughs> he did. He did make me do it. The disrespect I, on Justin's end forces me to act. He thinks he's no. in control. He's not in control. Sends you the art of war. First off, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and then I agree with him on something. And then he starts doing the gloating thing that he does, and I was like, stop that, or I'm going to fucking take it back. And of course, he just keeps going, because he can't have nice things. This is why you can't have nice things at all. So then he kept going, I was like, keep it up, and I'm going to let Joe fucking talk about Star Trek, because I know it would annoy him. Uh, no, it won't annoy me, because, you know. Go ahead, Joe, say something about Star Trek. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, Strange New World, we'll be starting Oh, God, sorry. Figured he had a defense for it. Whoopsie-daisy. That's rude. Better not have a gas attack while I do my reviews, though. No, never. That's rude. Just when a certain someone mentions a certain something, I just <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> what a dick. We need yeah, to have Joe. a Joe versus Vinny competition. Something. A competition? I, they should be the next debate. Can I be the judge? No, you have to. I'm the bailiff. You're the debater. <laughs> you're the debater and the judge. <laughs> yeah, and the bailiff. It's not a court case. You're thinking of court case. This is not how the debates go. Um, strike that from the record. No, we're live. There's no strike. We're not in from court. The Let the record show that you're an idiot. What, I'm the judge. <laughs> it shows. And the jury? Definitely not. Uh, the, the, jury, the jury and is my peers. Megan says I can be the judge. Sure she does. She popped out. She did this. Yeah. Thanks, babe. 
Sure. Are you going to use ChatGPT to write your vows? You beat me to it, you son of a bitch. No, no, because I'm such a hopeless romantic, and I'm always serenading her with my my sonnets and poems and my love for her, and when she's not throwing up in her mouth, she's telling me to shut up. <laughs> so I, I have them all loaded up. Bravdo, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I'm checking settings. Why? That's, that's where I'm at. I'm just looking at pretty lights right now. Head in the game, Joe. I had it's in, you know, it's in the game. I'm in producer mode. We're on, but we're also, Strange New Worlds is starting production. Star Trek Legacy is possibly going to start uh, pre-production as soon as Strange New Worlds goes into uh, post production, and then Section Thirty One, the movie with Academy Award winner Michelle Yeoh starring into it, uh, it should also be starting production soon. So, yeah, does that feel good? Well, that's all stuff for I me. I felt great. So, that's good. Happy for you. Hey, see what happens, hey. Vinny? See what happens when he starts shit with Justin? He feels the need to flex his power. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Good. That's you know what's great, though? Here's 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 my little backdrop of this. Justin implemented this amazing. situation on Joe. Excuse me, the finisher. <laughs> and now, for a day to, quote-unquote, punish me now, I didn't tell Joe he couldn't talk about Star Trek. I simply shit on it. Justin did. So when Justin sits here and thinks he's winning, I'm who's not, really winning? I already won. He makes me act. I won a long time ago. Really? Yeah. We have this backwards cap having Star Trek wearing dweeb. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's a nice hat, Joe. Well, thank you. Thank you. This hat was uh, purchased at dirtities.myspreadshop.com. Uh, I wear it everywhere. Listen, I, I'm, I'm in control of this conversation right now, so shut it. Clearly you're not. Star Trek stinks. Justin knows it. He's losing. It's killing him that Joe gets to talk about this stuff. I let Joe talk about it. I let Joe talk about it. Remember, it was up to me. It was up to me. Don't you forget that. You're welcome, Joe. You sweet man. The narrative in Vin's mind. (laughs) We got some news, yeah? We're not there yet. It's not not news yet. It's not news yet. Well, protocol me. Protocol means we we have to just stop sucking his own farts out of his b-hole. What? That's flexible. Yeah, I wish. Oh. oh. All right. So we can't really talk about casting yet because they haven't officially casted anything. No. So, nope. So we're gonna skip over that and go to the glut of trailers that have come out this week. Bruh. You want me to take this one? Run the train. Alright. So, we got our first trailer for the Garfield movie starring Chris Pratt as Garfield. Prepare for your surprise, folks. This will be a surprising statement. Uh, Justin was more receptive to it than I am. I 
I'm a huge Garfield fan. As uh, am I. I, read, I had a lot of the Garfield collected editions yeah, as a kid. Read a shit ton of those. Watch the cartoon back in the day. Garfield yeah. and Friends is a classic. It doesn't get brought up it's on Tubi. On this show. Yeah, great show. Perfect example of the character. Yeah, and, I and think. Then Murray got I think this is. I think this is a fine visual representation of the Garfield we know. My problem. Is Chris Pratt just sounds like fucking Chris Pratt in this? Like yeah. in in Mario, he he has a little bit of an accent, like more of the the Brooklyn accent than you know heavy Italian, which is fine. He did something. This is just Pratt being Pratt, and it doesn't fit. It. it doesn't fit. It really doesn't at all. Hey. At its core, that's my biggest complaint. I don't mind. I actually like the art style. It's a tweak on Jim Davis's yeah. standard. All right, not a problem. Uh, I don't like the voice as well. Doesn't fit at all because it doesn't have the proper Garfield energy, which is the lack of. Whereas you say, yes, none. Garfield isn't a high energy character. He's he's lethargy in cat form. He cares about nothing except food, and he is not fast. He's way too... He's like fucking Taz in this trailer. It's just just wrong. The energy feels wrong all around. I'm not down. And if you disagree with me, you're, you know, you have the right to, but you're wrong. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I missed the Garfield trailer. I saw the image. Eh. It doesn't sway me either way. I'll watch it if it crosses my. Uh, Again, it doesn't yeah, look terrible. Um, the the problem really is like he he's not trying in this one. No. If he played him a bit more like like Andy on Parks and Rec, like a little bit more like him, a little like almost dumb, maybe it would work. Like make a choice instead of just being Chris Pratt. Yeah. Actually, I am going to watch it. I'm actually a huge Chris Pratt fan. I forgot. Okay. Next up, we have the trailer for Merry Little Batman. A holiday Batman special that's going to debut on Amazon. Because this was one of those okay. things that Warner Brothers was like, we don't want to put it on our own streaming service. Shop it out. You pay us for it. This is cute. This is based on that book that they did a few years ago, right? I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it looks like this in the book, but I know there was, there's an idea of Damien having to defend Gotham. I don't... I'm pretty sure the style... The is, yeah, is, I'm not in love with the execution. I don't really love the style. I don't love the designs for any of the villains. I don't... I, I don't like happy-go-lucky Bruce Wayne. The, the, the gimmick is that Gotham is cured. Yeah. Which is like, alright, that's well, cute. If you I'm want this to be a happy family story... I'm pretty positive this is based on the book of the same name. Okay. So it's got some form of precedence. It's like, all right, you know, there's so many different versions of Batman. I'm not going to completely shit on it and say you can't do this, 
but I'm just not really that interested in it. I don't I don't like the designs of most of the characters, is what I'm saying. Like I I don't like the big head Damien thing compared to the way Batman looks. It's just everything about it feels pretty weird to me. They got an interesting voice cast though. I didn't uh, even I didn't even look it up. Alfred is played by James Cromwell, who if we can go back into Star Trek stuff. Okay. Ah, so from Cochrane. Indeed. And like three other characters on Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman is a pretty big name. Uh, it was like, a, it was surprising when it came. I, I did have it. Yeah, Luke Wilson as Batman, who would make a really good Bruce Wayne. He, I could see him live action or in, in an animated movie or something doing a really good Batman voice, but his, his up-tempo play on him was just like, eh. That's so, what, eh, on this one. That's what I was thinking. Little Gotham. Okay, yeah, that was more of a series where it was a lot of, but where they were all young. It's movies. a very similar style. Hmm. Not a lot of well-knowns other than those main actors. And... A happy, high-energy Damien just feels weird to me. I think it it would it would really play well against the concept if it was classic Damien. He's a bit gruff, and he's got to find the spirit of Christmas while saving Gotham. That would be pretty cool. I mean, just, it, it, this is definitely meant for, like, the kindergarten pre-K crowd. Yeah, and you don't have to play him as a murderous assassin, but he can be a little grump. I just, that's probably why they're all fucking jolly. Yeah. It, it, it's a choice. It's, it's obviously not for us. It's so a, I'm just yeah. kind of whatever. On it's it. all right. I'm going to force Vinny to watch yeah. it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not a big fan of the art either. The cartoon style. It, it's very like um, Power, Powerpuff Girls meets uh, Home Movies. Remember that? That yeah. old show? It reminds yeah. me of Thunder remake. Yeah. It's yeah. got that kind of bounce to it. And I, yeah. it's, you know... Yeah, like like Vinny said, I'm not huge on that style. Yeah. Next up, we got the trailer for Exploding Kittens, the story of Godcat, played by. Is that a card? Yeah, yeah Godcat. Godcat's a card. It's in one of the expansions. Um, played by, voiced by Tom Ellis, uh, which is funny because he's Lucifer on Lucifer. Could play. Mm-hmm. Netflix is taking advantage of their relationship with them. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember seeing in the trailer. Is it going to be R rated? Because there's yes, a, yes, there's it is. T- it TVMA. Yeah. That, that's worth the price of admission. There. Yeah. Cats and kittens saying dick and fart jokes. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Animated. I'm all. I'm all for this. I am all over this. We've got the teaser for Inside Out 2 and our first look at the one of the new emotions, anxiety. I was just thinking the other day they really need to make a sequel to that movie and I don't even remember if they had announced it and then a few days later this drops. Uh, yeah, I'm all for more of this. It, it's a bit odd though. They have already established in this world that the parents have the same kind of emotional setup that the kids do. Yes. And the parents have the same emotional spectrum that the kids do. And anxiety isn't a part of it. Uh, so does yeah. that mean that eventually you work your way through anxiety in this world? Or does it merge 
with all of them in a way? Or does it merge with a certain emotion? Well, because remember, if you, you go back to the parents, they're all the same. Like, the dad's like all the angers. Well, they all kind of look like anger. Right. And anger runs it. Right. But they're not all anger. They, they have a bit of anger in all of them. That's what I mean, like... Yeah. There's a main... The mom looks like sadness, right. but they all do... They all represent those those emotions still. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's gonna... Anxiety is what does that to a person. Anxiety picks what... Whichever emotion is gonna be strongest in a person, and then they take the reins. Yeah. Looks fun. We got the first trailer okay. for the live-action... Yu Yu Hakusho. Shirt. Okay. I'm down. Looks good. I don't know if they're dubbing it or not, but I'll watch it with the subtitles. I don't mind reading while I'm watching stuff. Thanks, Netflix, for making a live-action Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, people are a little down on how pretty Kurobara is. Wasn't he supposed to be pretty, though? Like in the. Uh... That's what I always thought. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little upset that they didn't do the pompadour, but I can understand why you wouldn't do the pompadour. Is Kubar supposed to be a white? Is he a white in it? I didn't see him. So, well, so that's the thing. Oh. Like the the, sh- the anime, it's it's in Japan. They're all Japanese. Just they all have different like stylized looks to them. So yeah. that you can, you know, not everybody looks the same. So I think yeah. that's that's what people get confused with. I think it looks good. Um, Is it, well, my only thing with that, wasn't he like a six foot ginger white guy? I mean, he just, he looks white. I mean. He Yus- doesn't, he doesn't. Yusuke you know? kind of looks white too. Yeah, yeah. is tall. And he's got, you know, ginger hair, but there's also Japanese people with. Red hair. That's that's a thing. It's true. Genghis Khan. When they, when they dye it. Sure. Um, but you know, I think it looks good. Yeah, I'm in. Avatar: The Last Airbender, live action series for Netflix. That looks good. They did all the right moves there. Here's my only problem with it going forward because it does look good. Are they just going to frame for frame recreate the same thing? I don't know if it's frame for frame, but they're going to hit those beats, which I appreciate because that movie was fucking horrendous. Yeah. Like seeing Bossing say was pretty dope. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, okay. I'm going to imagine that it's going to be pretty spot on. It might take yeah. some liberties, but. I know that there's not going to be the Aang romance with uh, Katara. They're going to be more, you know, s- siblingish. Yeah, which is fine. I, I I say this all the time. I don't I don't need it. Yeah, we know. It's fine for me too because like they're actually portrayed by like fourteen and sixteen year old children. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Better than fine. It's correct. Do we want to end on the high note or do we want to have like a really bad taste in our mouth moving forward after trailers? I know. 
All right. So next up then is Rebel Moon. Child of I didn't watch. I watched ten seconds. Of Child it. of Fire or something. You didn't watch or the fucking victim? trailer. I did. I watched the first trailer. I don't need to see another one. I know I'm not going to watch it. I don't have Netflix. I'm not interested in Zack Snyder. So I will allow whoever took the time to pontificate because I don't need it I mean, in my life. I watched it, and it's pretty much the the majority of it was the the teaser we had already gotten. So I did watch it. All right, A chunk of it. Uh, I, I'll give it. I'll give him this. He he definitely looks like he's trying something. Star Wars. He's never had a problem with trying something. No, it's not just Star Wars though. It's like Dune? it's it's Dune, it's Star Wars, Dark. and he's telling the story of the Seven Samurai. It's, it's literally our planet's gonna get fucked. I'm gonna go get these warriors that I know of, and we're gonna come back and defend this planet. So I know these samurai. So we're, fun. we're coming back, and we're gonna protect this village. Uh, you know, there's people in it. There's explosions. This looks like one of the scenes in Sucker Punch, but on like roids. How many slow motion scenes were in this trailer? I don't remember. <laughs> Too many. Yeah. Being as a trailer, I'm guessing a huge chunk because that's Probably. where you show your glow shots. He's really good at making trailers. This not really. Sort of. <laughs> I mean, when we put it in terms of like how those movies are versus the trailers. Yeah, but those the directors never cut trailers. Yeah. They're coming. Sure you guys some say. Yeah. There's a trailer that came out for a movie in 2016 that I hope that director didn't cut that trailer because that person was fired the next day. Hey-o. Hi guys. Hi. There he is. Whoa. Why just... do you sound like the uh, late night shift waitress at a uh, diner? Oh, how you guys doing? <laughs> I'm sure you all miss me, you know, being in that I was gone for all of like 12 minutes. We did. Justin's is pretty unbearable. Shut the fuck up, Vin. We were just talking about Rebel Moon. I'm sure Justin gets that a lot, though, because I certainly hear it a lot. What? That you're unbearable. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. He thinks he's in control, and he's, he's not. He's given me reasons to have to act. Act out like a child? Yeah, we know. All right, John's brother, can I please get through the last trailer? No. Yes. I think yes. Uh, so and the, the, the final trailer we have is Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Oh, yeah. Why, why I don't like the fucking title. I, I, I love it. Everything in this trailer. Oh, yeah. Empire State Frozen. Right. Again, I, it, yeah. This, it's, Hell Frozen Over. That's the, it looks like a first draft title. Like a like a shooting like a yeah. like a shooting title right yeah yeah this is Blue Harvest it okay really yeah yeah but 
My God. The, if that's just, the biggest complaint we have about this movie, it's... I think we're in good shape. Yeah. Dude, the, the little piano when the ice is coming towards the firehouse, yeah. and you're like, yes. Now, please. Yes. The fact that they've described this, uh, what was it, Kumail Nanjani said that this was very much a long-form episode of the real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes Mouse happy. All about it. Yeah. Just no more trailers. No. I, 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 I don't want to see any more things until the movie. We can stop right here. Good. Yeah. You, we, we, there's we, a lot of speculation we, that the one uh, the one guy with them that we have no clue who he is is going to be Oscar. I've, I've He's heard. too young. Is Oscar, he? He Oscar be would be in his... He'd be... Yeah, he'd be... Well, he'd be 30, 30s. That kid, he, he looked like he was in his 20s. He could be late twenties, early thirties. I I hope they bring that back around. I hope she's in too. it more than just yes. some dopey little post credit scene. And I hope he becomes part of it. Yeah, I'm all I, about I, it. Legacy. I have a feeling if we're going to see Slimer because if the containment unit is blowing, we're going to see Slimer. He's got to escape. Um, Does the state both Marshmallow Man make a return? Probably. He he, he was never captured. He just for, he just he he was an avatar for for Gozer, and they yeah. destroyed him. The fact that we got the little ones was mm-hmm. reference enough for me. We don't need a like. Let's go back to the well in a different way with the little guys. Mm-hmm. Cool, but let's not fight the same big monster again. We already got a giant horned creature that looks like he's something out of Diablo to face. The I think he's going to be the problem. That looks, yeah. that looks so good. Yeah, it's got a Baldur's Gate feel to it. The shot of Winston with the Proton Pack, just that did it for me. It's just like, yes. Somebody put a side-by-side up that I saw today. The jacket that Ray is wearing mm-hmm. is the exact same one he was wearing in the first movie. It also, the blue one with like brown collar. They, they're, they're pulling deep bench. The scene where he, the lion from the library becomes alive and mm. faces a camera, that's Ray. I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that, he's wearing that jacket. All right, so uh, are we going to take bets? One of them's going to die, one of the original members? I hope not. I hope not. Uh, I think Ackroyd and Murray both die. They do like a Thelma and Louise. It's, this Ac- is, Ghostbusters has been Ackroyd's baby. Yeah, he won't. He's not. It'll be Murray. They've been saying for a while. Yeah, it'll be Murray if anybody, unless he's changed his mind. And he's like, I'm down mm. to just come in and out. Yeah. Um, he's having fun. He'll stick around forever. Yeah. He will we get, still die and ghost in the next one. Will we get Rick Moranis? I hope. That'd be great. Yes. Mm-hmm. If for only a minute or two. We know we're getting more Andy Potts. I love mm-hmm. that IMDb. He's going to be in there if I'm out. We're getting Walter Peck. Yeah. yeah that is confirmed. This Deckless man has no dick. Yep. That's why you just, just need to see him and Bill Murray on screen together. Just totally just... just Finish off yeah. that rivalry again. I'm hyped. I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. shocked they got it done. I'm... This excites me. Nice, nice song choice, too. Oh, and what yeah. they did with it. Weird, I had some uh, Karate Kid vibes, but it was very 80s adjacent, so it was kind of fitting. Yeah, it was nice. 
than that just be the trailer. Is it's reviews times? Yes, indeed. Yeah. I got two reviews. I'll anybody else. I got two reviews. I have two. I technically well. have one review. All right. I have kind of a review too. All right, Joe. Let's go with your kind of. Okay. Go. okay. Yeah, go, Joe. Uh, Beth and I started the Santa Clauses, the season two. Okay. Um, we just uh, watched the first episode. We haven't started the second one. Um, I'm intrigued with the Mad Santa. Um, I liked the first one. I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I like the hokiness. You know, I just, you know, for what it is, it's, you know, a, the Santa Claus's TV show. It's fun seeing Tim Allen again as Santa Claus. I just really can't stand the kid. <laughs> I, uh, the first, like, three or four episodes of the first season were, they were fucking rough to watch. The, they were rough. The son is kind of annoying. The daughter, the I... Was bad. The highlight, like, the highlight of that show is his like new second in command, the blonde. Yes, yeah, she's great. Yeah, that's about it. Though. Actually, I have two reviews. I forgot, but one, I think the second one we could do as a whole. Loki. Yeah, I finished it. Um, the God of Stories, that ending. It, as that last episode was wrapping up, it seemed more and more obvious that uh, the the solution they had, where it actually worked, went way too easily. And uh, you knew, I actually I knew from the first time that they had Mobius walk down walk down that gangplank that it had to be Loki to do it. It just made more sense. Yeah, and it's it's that great little irony that they pulled through, where originally he wanted his throne. He was all about the mm-hmm. throne, and then he gets mm-hmm. past that. But it turns out his destiny is to take a throne, but for a righteous cause. So he got his glorious purpose. It was the best yeah. Doctor Who I've seen in years. It was, it was so good. Hoovian. It was very, very Who. <laughs> Extra strength Whovian. And I mm-hmm. vote for him to play the Doctor at some point. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I, He's already worn the suit. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it. I like the last two episodes better than the ones leading up to it, for sure. Casey was Frank Morris the whole time. Um, cool backstory. Yeah. yeah. I... I don't know if it was just me, but, like, after watching the finale, I was like, oh, okay, that's how that's going to end for him. And then I go online and all these people are like, what's next for him? And I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's fucking it, man. That's it. He said on Jimmy Kimmel that's 14 years of the character, a full arc. Well, given where the the entire cinematic universe is going, there's room for him to show up again. But I think I, the meat but of that doesn't ma- that doesn't so. make sense, though. If we're going to see a Loki, it's going to be Sylvie. It's yeah. No. He's literally holding the fucking multiverse together. Yeah, and if they're doing Secret Wars and they're going to do it like the comics, where the multiverse falls apart, they're going to have to reference him in some way. We're going to have to see him, and he'll probably have to fail at the task he's been given in order for the new multiverse to be born. I, I like that. This gave them an out with Jonathan Majors and Kang. Mm-hmm. Perfect to if they want to replace him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know if they intentionally did that, but it is easy for them to fucking walk away from it now. Mm-hmm. Well, well, even though Victor Timely isn't the end-all, be-all of Kang's, there's still a lot more of him out there. There's a lot of easy ways to write him out. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, visual, but they, it's a good visual way for they, them to be like, this guy's gone. They set it up with Victor Timely spaghettis, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that he who remains dies. He didn't, though, because... Oh, but he does. Loki stopped Sylvie from killing him. Yeah, but that last time, he doesn't go back. He takes control of the situation. That's why he sits on the throne. He's already dead. But where's his body? Did he die or did he piss off? Doesn't matter. That it's it's easy for them to be like, oh yeah, he definitely died. Things played out yeah. the things played out like they were supposed to, and then Loki went and, and sat on the throne controlling the fucking time stream. Okay. That it's super easy to be like that. They I don't could think they're gonna write Kang out. I think they're going to use this as an opportunity to be like, this changes something about Kang. And it specifically changes the, the way he looks. You do the recast, that's fine. But I from yeah. there is a lot online gathering that they're moving away completely from Kang. Yeah, they're, they're moving to Doom. Yeah, they could build off of that from this quite easily. Yeah. There was another Easter egg in that uh, fifth episode about Ouroboros. He's the adult version of Data from the Goonies. He's in the yellow slicker. They like they have fun trying yeah. to add stuff in. Yeah, they did. I, mean, I have a question. What? Matt. So... They're not going to just get a new Kang, because with all the variants, you could just get someone else to play him. We've said that. Um, whatchamacallit. So, like, the fact that they, they are thinking about shifting to Doom, do you think it leaves the door open for majors to get cleared and come back at a later date? Because nothing's even, like, in production really yet. I, I don't know. It depends on what kind of stink is on him. Yeah. Post the yeah. whole situation, like yeah. even if we found not guilty, oh, yeah. and then take a breather, yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah, it's, it is some high level shit, right? So it's way easier to just recast him, and they can. Yeah, I think. Uh, first, I was up against the idea of Doom being the new problem and causing secret wars, but if they're gonna go with the secret wars, the most recent version of it. It could make sense, and instead of, um, who the fuck did he have locked up? Molecule Man. Right, so instead of Molecule Man, this Doom's gonna snag Loki. That's how that's gonna set that up. That would make sense. Right. That'd be a great way to drop him in there. Then you have Loki's locked up, that's why the multiverse gets all fucking wibbly-wobbly again. And Doom's doing the thing he did in the comic by taking hostage the person. Incursions are happening, and Doom thinks the only way I could fix this is taking Loki at the center of all things and controlling him. He's like, see, he, he's not good enough. This god's not good enough. I can control this because yeah. I'm Doom, and there's only one Doom. You but know, I think they like yeah. set themselves up perfectly for all this. Yeah. It's, so uh, I, I, can't rem- I can't remember if this is the same story you're talking about. The Secret Wars you're talking about, is that the one where it's basically like... Doom, Molecule Man, and Doctor Strange are like the three running everything. Yeah, the only ones 
in that war world who remember yeah. yes. what the world used to be until the two arcs where the good and the bad arc popped up. Well, they, yeah. basically until the two breeds meet each other, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's right. There was a read on either one of those arcs. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had uh, yeah. Ultimate Read right. was with Doom. And then 616 yeah, Reed yes. was... Well, he, well, he was like a helmeted... And, yeah, didn't helmeted know who he was. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was the maker at that point. That's he, right. Like, yes, that's we right. knew who he was, but right. I don't believe anyone else really knew who he was. He kept his powers all secret and shit. Um, that would be cool. Unfortunately, I think one of the coolest arcs of that story is probably going to get lost now in the Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, that was pretty cool. Maybe not, because if we're doing variants and multiverses, now's the I time. Guess. Now's the time to do it. Yeah. Plus, you already have uh, in the What If series, you know, you're going to get someone else is under that hood anyway. Someone that still exists. A variant, I mean, that actor could still come and play. In the trailer we can't talk about yet? Yes. Do you, you know who's doing that, right? Yeah. It's the guy who played him in the beginning of Black Panther. Yeah. That in like the 70s. Yeah, it's T'Chaka. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. T'chaka. Yeah, it's T'Chaka. It's that. It's the same outfit he was wearing in the beginning. Okay. And it's it's a young Hank. It took me a minute to put that together, but yeah, that's not the time frame when that's happening. Uh, I thought the same thing. Do the same thing. Whatever. Yeah. There's ways to go. There's ways to yeah. to still have that character exist. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's great. I think it it sets up everything moving forward. They didn't paint themselves in a, into a corner. Like, this this finale helped them get out of situations that they were finding themselves in. Uh, well, but, the multiverse has so many doors. The, the problem was... The problem was Kang and the Jonathan Major shit. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, depending on how this season ended, Kang was still very much a prominent figure. And then you know, they were kind of like, oh, fuck, what do we do? But this ends yeah. perfectly that this could be like, oh, that was the end of that chapter. With Kang. Yeah. No we don't need Kang. to worry about Kang for right now. We can just move on to other things. Mm-hmm. So, Secret Wars they don't like recast. Yeah. They really don't want to recast anymore after, I think the last one they, that was tricky to pull off was War Machine. Yeah. And after that they're like, let's, let's, let's not fuck with people's minds now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the writer's strike ending. Yeah. Kyle had a review. Yeah, I mean it's it's an old one, but I haven't watched anything really, so I might as well just talk about this because I, uh, Joe and I uh, started watching this show together for the first time in a long time, uh, and we decided on the Bear, um, which is I don't know if anybody else watched that show. I don't remember ever talking about it on here Maybe before. Um, but uh, three episodes into the first season. Really good show in terms of what I feel like is a real kitchen dynamic. Yeah. Um, and having having only been like a server or cashier person and never actually working in the kitchen, but working adjacent to the kitchen, 
it seems like it's it's pretty on point. Um, they do a good job. Yeah, and I mean the cast is just fantastic. Like, I don't even know the name of the actress that's the sous chef in that show, but but inst- instantly was my favorite character. And I don't know if that's going to change because it's only been three episodes, but I mean she's fucking great. Like almost everything she says makes me smile. It's a good show. Yeah. Okay, uh, Vinny had a review? I, I have two. Go ahead. I didn't really, I didn't review uh, Violent Night last time I, I spoke to you guys. Oh, that's right. Oh, now I now you had to pick a fight. Yeah. I I didn't, it was, it was the most pointless movie ever be made. I don't understand it. You, you said you loved it. Huh? You said you loved it. No, I was kidding. No, I think you're kidding now. No, 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 no. I I wish I loved it. It's everything you love. It's not. It's yes, it is. It's not. It's when they show him, John Wick. Yeah. It's not Santa John Wick. It's alcoholic Santa who is somehow a Viking and got Santa powers. And Which they not no 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 not somehow they lay it all out. They didn't. Yeah. 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 They, 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 yeah, they do. He's like, he did so oh, much damage. Yeah. Yeah, but then like, what? When did he get Santa powers? I must have missed it. You literally missed it. You literally missed it. I don't know how you were falling asleep. I can't trust a word you fucking say anymore. I'm I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Like, just go ahead, my hammer, and I was, and then I I killed a lot of people, and then I just became Santa Claus. Like they said, how he became Santa Claus. He he tells his fucking origin story. Destruction. Yeah, he did so much death and destruction that it was kind of his penance yeah. to bring happiness into the world. From what? From what? Like, spirit of Christmas and shit. Yeah. That's the kind of the point of the movie, though. Like, there's stuff they don't explain, like how in the end he comes back and he's like, hell, even I don't know the rules to this. Right. He's just like, Christmas magic. Yeah. The Santa Claus. But he... But falls he... off the roof. Tim Allen gets the powers. I get it. But this, like, they show him half naked muscles with a hammer, and he's like, oh, I got so much to start to. I'm just Santa Claus now. But he, he, everything like explained out? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't fucking get you. I That's need to be saying, you gotta take stuff on faith. Another step forward, please. From an outsider's perspective, having not seen the movie, listening to this conversation, he said it was not explained, and you guys said it was all laid out there for you. And then when he described what was laid out there, you guys did not argue about the lack of explanation. No. So you guys definitely, listening to this conversation from the beginning and having not seen the movie, you guys definitely made it sound like it was a more cut and dry scenario than has been presented ex- in this conversation. They explain it in that you're not going to get every answer. Right. Like sometimes with this magic, shit just happens. He like, was a, he he, was a he very... Says, like, I don't know why it happened, but I was like... I was given this power to do something good with. Because I was, not that he was a terrible person, but like, he killed a lot. He was a conqueror. He was a Viking. Yeah. He was the worst. They they could have showed him smashing a Santa Claus. Why? And like, him being like, oh, Johnny Ho Ho, you are imbued with my powers now because you're such a piece of shit. You must have. That would be because you dissolved yourself. (laughs) On. That would have been so and there fucking... was no Santa Claus yet. Like, 
Yeah. Yes. He was. He, so then, yeah, yeah. He is Santa he Claus. He is Santa Claus. He was the invention of Santa Claus. They fucking tell yeah. you the story. They told you that he invented Santa Claus. No, but because he, he, he is right the first Santa Claus. He is Santa Claus. Yeah. And I, it's just because he kills so many people and... Go and rewatch the movie. This is this is what it feels like. Did you ever see Wanderlust? When he's like, you know, I was just driving your car, cut to him in the river. <laughs> you, you, I, what point did you, like, fall asleep or walk out of the room? Yeah. It must have been when you see him with his hammer, like, oh, I killed so many people. And then he goes back and he's like, I'm Santa Claus now. Because, like, there's a, there's a handful of flashbacks to, like, him having moments like, wow, I was a piece of shit. That was a piece of shit. And you see more of those. I was and the, a piece of and shit the whole thing, like, gets into it. And even in the beginning, when you first see him, it, it's explained that he's jaded because the world is shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that he's jaded. And I, I understand that. And it's like, so it's been thousands of years. He's a magical man. Yes. Who's an alcoholic. It's fucking Santa Claus, yeah. Who murdered his way into becoming Santa Claus. It's, who also is a sissy nana. Unless he has a hammer. I mean, he did... Was he a sissy? He did a he lot of fucking damage. With his bare hands. Yeah, and, and he, he wasn't doing anything until he found his hammer. Then all of a sudden he's That's like, not true. Mm-hmm. You missed... Uh, what, did you not watch the first 45 fucking minutes of this you movie? Didn't. You didn't. How many times did you pick up your phone? How many? Uh, zero. I, how I much... How much... I put a movie on, I do this. How much chat GPT? Face down. How much? How much chat GPT? Did chat GPT like break it down for you and give you a synopsis? Is that what happened? No, you absolutely no, didn't I, watch. I watched with my own eyeballs. You didn't. And me and my me and my dad were sitting there. We're like, we both looked at each other at the same time. Spirit of Christmas was right there in that room at that moment. We both go, "Fuck, it sucks." I same time. I can't believe it. It was crazy. That movie really brought us together. So I guess in that regard, it was good. <laughs> Moving on. I also really saw... Unless Van Damme was Santa Claus, he would not be happy. Oh, dude, that'd be, that'd be a great movie. Don't tease me. Van Damme Claus? Fool's Paradise. Uh, Charlie Kelly's directorial debut. That. You did? Yeah, it's on Hulu now. I do, no, I have that saved on Hulu. I'm going to check that out. It is kind of an ode to Charlie Chaplin and the film industry without giving too much away. It was fine. I wasn't blown away. It was okay. Pravda, what the fuck are you doing? You'll know what I mean yeah. if you see it. It's, it's just, it's fine. What are you doing? Sharing. Joe, we're, we're yeah. live on the air. Oh, I know. Let's put it away. What are you sharing? You take weird pics? No, he's, don't he's, do that, he's Joe. Trying, you're, you're spoken for. He's trying to plug the show while we're doing the show. Stop it. Exactly. They're so Joe, Joe's are so lame that they're not even dick pics. They're just <laughs> wiener pics. Yeah, they're soft. They're flat. I told you they're they're underwear pics. Stuffed or unstuffed? You stuffed. Don't lie. Anyways, Bull Paradise <laughs> was not bad. So it's probably I was terrible. just watching it. It's probably a fucking Translation is great. horrific movie. No, it was it was okay. yeah. no, I'm Mike. I'm telling you, you're gonna say the same thing. It was okay. It was fine. The best part of the movie, I will say this: Adrian Brody. Uh, he's got a scene. He goes, uh, 
oh man, this one director, he's like, if a movie's good enough, you don't even need to listen. You don't even need to hear it. You could just use your eyes and, and they'll tell you exactly what's happening. He's like, sometimes I'll just go in with earplugs to a movie. And if I ever want to get really creative, I'll close my eyes too, just to really immerse myself in the atmosphere of the movie. Adrian Brody kind of, he's got one of those characters where he kind of like he steals it. It's good. <laughs> Here's the best part. Glowing. Sometimes I wish I could come into this show with earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry. I watched Insidious 4, The Red Door. No. Yeah. Did you do one of these? How many times did you do this? It was good. Ashley jumped like four fucking times. I'll fucking swing on a fool, dude. Um, it was good. It was a good continuation. It was it was a nice, tight, like, 94 minutes. What's it on? Is it on? Fine. It's on Next. Netflix. On Netflix, okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like what they did with continuing the story with the son being of college age. Do you re- uh, Who watched the all three of them? Nope. So the first one... I think part of the second one, I think I saw the first two. Was in the second one like the dudes, the lady? Uh, Spirit lady? Yeah. He's taken over by a lady that's not a lady. Yeah, not a lady. Yeah, it's like a lady. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, it's like Mrs. Doubtfire times three? Kind of. I've had a whole backstory. I've had a whole backstory for that revealed to me through like the last month or so watching online videos is a dude who does breakdowns of them so I know pretty much everything about the Insidious series now alright I mean it's, it's a long enough it's long enough spoilers so they the Dalton the kid and his father they went under hypnosis to forget the events of what had happened for that that year I'll do that and then you find out that uh, the dad's been like in a fog since then the Mom and dad get divorced. The kids are all with her. They all have, like, you know, a fucked up relationship. And, like, the youngest son and the mom, they remember everything. So, like, it's hard for them to keep that secret for as long as they did. Shit starts going down. Uh, the creepiness happens. And it's really cool how they tell two simultaneous stories that involve both sets of characters that are on the separate ends of the story being told and how it all comes together nicely like a good sandwich. Yeah, there's apparently something about the further where time doesn't exist there so you can interact with yourself yeah. from the past. And it's all one of those like closed time loop things whatever you yeah. get in the past affects the future, but it was always destined to do that. Did, was Rose Byrne in it, or could they not afford Oh, yeah, no, she was in it. Oh, sweet. Good. When you said they were divorced, I figured that was a classic tool. No, no, just... no, she was in it, but, it's like, she had to put on, put on that whole, like, you know, it's killing her inside to, like, not be able to explain what really caused it all to go down. I guess they, that's a... Stupid story tool, though, because that's what his mom did to him in the first, like, in that, the history. All of, of that, it all comes full circle. Okay, I'll have to watch it eventually. Yeah, it was real solid, though. 
Patrick Wilson? Is that who it was? Yeah. Yeah. James Wan's best friend. So he's the he's still in it too then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't in the third one. The third one was about a completely different person. They bring it back around though. Yeah. Is that all your reviews? That's all my reviews. Well, I had Loki that I had finished in. Okay. So uh, I went to the theater Thursday to see the Marvels. And first off, the Mike Higgins patented movie theater review. Uh, I got there early, sat down, and because it was a couple days after my birthday, I got my uh, my special stub birthday shit. I got Ooh. free popcorn, free drink. Nice. I haven't had popcorn at a theater in a while, so I sit down, put it on the little divider thingy. I'm like, you know what? That's dumb. Don't put it there. There's no one sitting next to you. Put it in the seat. Get yourself situated. Now pick it up, put it in your lap. It would have been nice, or I'm sorry, not nice, it didn't affect me. It would have been smart of the woman one seat to the left of me, because there was a there was an open one to the left, to have done that with the open seat. She didn't. Put it on the divider. One, two, three. Spilled the whole fucking thing in the empty seat. Uh, Ten bucks down a drain. No, no, because she scooped it all out, put it back in the bucket. Oh, good for her. (laughs) Good for her. No, I, I actually, I think she scooped it all up. And he went away with it and got a refill. I think he dumped it out. Okay. Because he came back with the bucket. I thought you were going to say she scooped it all up and then licked the floor for good measure. (laughs) (laughs) Her second one candy. Tongue the pleather just to get a refill. Tongue the pleather might be the show name. (laughs) Uh, And the dude to my right who accidentally stole my 3D glasses and didn't realize it was a 3D movie and didn't get his or his two friends. And was like, what? What are, what are these for? I'm, is this a 3D movie? I was like, yeah, those are mine. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. He wasn't a douche for that. He was a douche for sending texts on his fucking Apple Watch oh, for a movie, though. I uh, hate that. At least it was a watch and not a phone. Stop yeah, it wasn't that. his dog. It wasn't his yeah. he, he pulled his phone out a couple times, but most of the time it was just... Watch the fucking movie. How can you be sending texts looking through 3D glasses at your watch? At least it wasn't voice texting through the Apple phone. Or the Apple Watch. Oh, God, yes. Hey, I'm at the movies. Uh, What are you doing in, like, two hours? I'm enjoying it. (laughs) You should go see this one. There's a seat to the guy next to me. You want to (laughs) come? But as far as the movie itself, uh, I'm I'm sick of the fucking internet and people on it pissing and moaning about movies. Yeah. This one was solid. I'm not going to say it's the best. It was more fun than Love and Thunder. It was better than The Eternals. It was above the mid-grade of Marvel movies now. Because, as Justin has said, it's fast. It's only 90 minutes. It doesn't stop. And it does different shit. You know how in, you know how in movie relationships there will be something that they don't talk about? And it'll be the crux of their problem throughout the entire fucking movie. And in the third act, they'll finally get it out in an emotional way. And you're like, oh, I saw that shit happening. Uh-huh. Anytime there's a problem, it'll last for a few minutes. And they'll just be like, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. And then they'll actually get into it. Because there's so many fucking problems they run into that they can't let the shit build up. They have those things where they're like, I don't know if I want to talk about this. All right, let's get into it now. And then the next problem comes up. And then they deal with that. But they also like the whole interconnectivity of their abilities that pops up in the trailer. Mm-hmm. They actually spend a montage sequence 
trying to figure out how to fight using these abilities. Montage. They, they have a they have a few montages, and they play it smart throughout the movie. I'll give them that. They try to handle these situations intelligently, and I don't know if it's a commentary how uh, like. If you just had a world run by women, they'd look at things pragmatically. I don't know if that's the underlying notion of it, but I kind of felt like it was, and it works. There's some sequences that... There's one that I didn't think I'd like. When they get to a a water-dominant planet, as it started, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But as it kept going, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Cool. This is a good way to use one of these scenes. And there's one later that solves half of the big problem at the end in a very interesting way that made me chuckle a lot. But yeah, it was fun. It was, it, it flowed. The characters, the supporting characters, like the cons could have been a lot more annoying, but they played them as just concerned parents. Good. That I, want the I best like for their them in, in Ms. Yeah. Marvel. They carry that on where they're like, they're concerned about her. They know what she's doing. They gotta let her be your own, but her mom is still her mom. Her mom is still just overbearing enough to put the guilt on, but like, I'm gonna let you do this stuff, but this stuff is killing me. Do they explain Kamala's bracelets? Like, where they came they're from? Part of it. They're, okay. They are the plot of the movie. Okay. They're a big part of the movie. Okay. And people uh, are pissing and moaning about the villain, who's another woman, saying that she makes no sense. She's, they're comparing her to uh, Malekith. And that, like, she's she's the worst villain ever, and her motivations suck. No, her motivations are completely valid, and they're based on what Carol was doing for the years right after the first Captain Marvel movie. Carol made a big fucking mistake. Yeah. Okay. A huge fucking mistake. And was dealing with it for years, and that's the reason why she didn't come back. Yeah. Um, uh, so- I have two questions about this movie going into, like... Who knows when I was going to see it, but the first one was about the movie itself, and the second one is kind of a question I have for all MCU movies. So, first question is, how does the overlapping of powers in this movie versus what their powers actually are in the books, how does that affect the viewing of the movie as a reader of the books? Like, does that impact their ability to tell the story? Like, would a varied power set have made the story more compelling? I guess is the first question. And the second question is, uh, is there anything that happens in this movie that has a significant impact on the MCU at large? I'll answer the second one first. <laughs> yes. 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 If you haven't heard any of the post credit scenes, don't go into them dry because they're going to be awesome was... moments. They're not, like, they're not mind-blowing, but they're awesome. I was going to ruin it. I was going to ruin it, too, because I saw the after credit scene. Anybody worried about ruining it? Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I already ruined it. So the first first credit scene sets up the Young Avengers. Young Avengers. Uh Okay, that makes sense. And they do it in a a pretty great fan service way where it's Kamala. She goes into Kate Bishop's apartment and sits there like Fury, but in a very Kamala way, kind of fumbles through it. (laughs) <laughs> and it works out though. The second one, which is an actual mid-credit scene, there's no after-credit scene. Is uh, this will spoil a significant part of the story? Yeah. One of the characters gets shunted into an alternate dimension to save the day, and wakes up in a medical facility, and you hear a voice. Actually, 
he wakes up and I have to spoil it. You have to spoil it. You have to spoil it. Yeah. You see Maria, he's a photon or whatever she's going by, in a bed in a medical facility, and they pan over and her mother is there. Who, you mean Monica is in the bed and yes. then Maria is Monica there. Monica Rambo, the yeah. woman she knows as mom, is sitting there and she looks very young. She sure. looks mm-hmm. the same age as she was in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And Maria fucking freaks out that mom's back because that was a part of the whole plot, like dealing with her mom's death and mm-hmm. how Carol handled it and whatnot. And she's like, whoa, 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 I don't know who you are. And then you hear a voice and you see someone walk in the foreground past and the voice uh, makes you kind of want uh, toss salads and scrambled cool, eggs. <laughs> you hear fucking Frazier's voice. And they, and everyone in the theater was like, oh, wow, oh shit, so much that I didn't hear him say the word binary. He does say binary yeah. in there. And that's Maria's code name in this alternate universe, where apparently the X-Men are in way more fuller swing than they ever were in the Fox universe, because it is fucking beast. He, it, the character the design. design. Wow. He is animated series beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the two teeth. He looks like the glasses. He looks yeah. fucking incredible. He is a live-action Jim Lee drawing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you'll be so happy with with how good it fucking looks. Yeah, I gotta watch it now. It, it's it's my heart. Well, question. Yeah. So, they've donned Wolverine in the yellow. We've seen that with Deadpool 3. Do you think we see Beast just rocking the tidy blues? <laughs> just just going shirtless, underwear, just like, let's go they, fight? They can. They, they, took, they absolutely yeah. can. I kind of hope... Does it say what? No. I want banana hammock. <laughs> yeah. I'll even uh, give me, uh, what's it called? Give me Watchmen naked blue dog. Hang dog. <laughs> a bit much. No furry, no furry cock. We don't need furry. No, furry no, dog, please. please. Yeah, but like, you don't know if it's hey, a... Deadpool, we can see some furry cock. You probably. It's rated R. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, I was, I was undeniably happy. Where this is deleted to Deadpool. Yeah. It could be. I hope it's the same universe. I really do hope they use that version of Beast at least once or twice in Deadpool. He's he's the spitting image of the animated series. And then when you looked at that picture of Hugh Jackman, that's the suit. It should. At the very least, they should pop into that universe for a hot second. Mm -hmm. But uh, so that was that was the good movie I watched recently. I also watched Slother House. That sounds terrible. Have you hadn't heard about Slother House? No. <laughs> it is, as it sounds, it's a slasher movie where a sloth is the killer. <laughs> and the whole plot of it, this is one of those movies where it could have been, I'm not going to say revolutionary, but it could have been one of the funniest tongue-in-cheek horror movies ever but they missed the mark in so many ways. There were so many opportunities. There's another one of those words, like I'm watching it and I'm like, the dialogue in this scene could have been way funnier. It could have been way punchier. Why, why didn't they take another fucking pass at it? Why didn't they write this character a little more interesting? Why didn't they do this or that? Why didn't they do these actresses, primarily a female cast, better service than this? There's a couple scenes that are really funny and really well written. 
It's like it was written by four people and only one of them had talent. Like, the, okay, here, here are my notes. The first 30 minutes are the wrong kind of ridiculous. The motivations of the sloth make no sense. Like, you don't know why it's killing anyone at any given time. Like, characters that it should be killing, it doesn't. And then others, like, for no real fucking reason. Like, it's taken out of the wild by someone, and then someone else tries to sell it to this girl who's in a sorority and wants to be the president of the sorority and figures if I get this sloth, everyone will pay attention to me, and it actually fucking works. <laughs> and it kills, it kills the animal handler, who they don't show it being mean to it at all. They show it actually being very nice to it. And then when he has flashbacks, yes, they show flashbacks from the sloth's the sloth perspective. The guy's being kind of mean to it, like throwing stuff at it. And one, like it, it never does any of the cliche stuff you need to do in a horror movie to set up why the characters are doing shit. But then does the other cliche, cliche shit just to be like, oh, here's a sloth doing this. Here's a sloth killing a bunch of women in a shower using scalding water and electricity. The sloth knows how to write and type and use a phone. And the sloth can drive a stick shift Mustang. But he's got the... Well, well, it's two feet tall. The thing is maybe three feet. It can't work. It's one of those, this is so fucking silly that this doesn't make any sense. You should laugh at it. But they don't do the requisite shit to make the silliness pop. It's just stupidity where fun, silly shit should be. Three so have three, two, three, uh, three, okay. Okay, like, so... If you took this pre- premise and did it a certain way... No, like, it has the capability to do it, but mm-hmm. it's it's like Mini-Me trying to drive this thing. It doesn't... It, it's like, oh, it doesn't make sense for it to be doing it, but you have to... You can only suspend disbelief so much in these stories. If they did... The cliche shit that you need to do in a story, in a horror story, to set shit up, and then twisted the other moments, this thing would have been fucking legendary. Because there are points where I'm like, toward the end, it's on a fucking killing spree now. But like, when you get there, you get there through janky ways, and it's just so underwhelming. And someone does say the word slaughterhouse out loud, and gets justifiably booed by the rest of the group. And there's fucking annoying characters. There's a Jay Muse type chick who is who's got a voice like this and everything she says is like, whoa. And you're like, oh, please be the first one to die. And here's another spoiler. She fucking makes it. The mean girl makes it. The meanest of the mean girls. The president for three years makes it. For no fucking reason. She abandons everyone. She makes it. Like, there's no moral to it. It's not that creative. It doesn't take advantage of the cool shit that it could have. It's like, why, man? And the puppet's not that good looking. They have a budget to rent a giant fucking mansion for the sorority to live in. The foyer of this place is bigger than the home I'm living in. But they couldn't have made a good sloth puppet. I just don't get where their fucking motivations were in this movie. I mean, they could have got the building because they knew someone. It could have. It could have, could have, maybe. But, like, if they know a person with a multi-million dollar mansion, they should have known someone who can make a better sloth puppet. So, uh... Five stars. Five. Way, way up there. Five sloths? Recommend it. 
Recommended. Yeah, five claws all the way up. Did uh, I did just take a time out to try and go watch those credit sequences? Uh, mm. Could not find the Young Avengers one. Did find the Monica Rambo one. And uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. He looks the teeth amazing for me. Teeth. The teeth, yeah, the teeth. Such fan service, it's the right kind of fan service. Mm-hmm. See, that's my reviews. All right, let me blast through the news that I've got. <clears throat> the big one happened right after our last recording. No, they couldn't do it that day. The strike is over. Ding dong, the strike is done. I'm fucking movies again, finally. We have writers and actors. Next thing you know, the fucking directors are going to strike. But hey, we can get a little while out of They this. got a contract. No, the directors got a contract. Yeah, right. They, they got a... a they they got the first one. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that to worry about anymore. Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Shang-Chi, will not be doing Kang Dynasty, which is another reason I think they're, uh, they're cleaning house on that story. Mm-hmm. The reason given makes a lot of sense. He's focusing on the Wonder Man show, which is going to take a lot of effort. And Shang-Chi 2, which, yeah, I prefer you focus on that. We had a great experience with the first one. Let's make a kick-ass sequel and work on Wonder Man. Perfectly fine. It's not like they they parted ways for creative reasons. It's like, yeah, man, my fucking plate is full with this other stuff. I can't also do an Avengers movie. No clue who's going to fill that slot, though. Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie is not happening. In line with that last bit of news, good. Homeboy's got to fucking focus. Uh-huh. It has been a rocky couple years. We can't have another secret invasion situation. Uh-uh. No. That bet was well and truly shit. Even I'm a Marvel stalwart, and I will say that was hot fucking garbage. That, uh, that last episode was awful. I liked yeah. that show. Are you fucking kidding me? Hmm. Dude. No. Dude. I don't that was the worst kind of spy story I've ever seen. I don't know. I, I like... I'm not saying it was excellent. Like, it didn't fucking... No, no. Star Trek is leagues above that. Excuse, excuse me, Joe. Justin was, was uh, submitting his opinion. Justin, don't, don't let him do that, too. Get <laughs> my permission. Go he, ahead. He doesn't talk much, though, so I was just letting him go. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. It, it was all wrong for me. It, it did nothing right. The, the next time we see, uh, what's-her-name's character, she better be, like, dead. Oh, uh, Yeah, Talos got my Connor. Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Little Miss Overpowered? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a bit much. Uh, I had... That's fucking Amelia Clark. You put some respect on the Queen of Dragons name. Okay? I didn't watch that shit. Yeah, I never either. The Breaker Chains. Daenerys Stormblood. The Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. Underheart. I could have swore I saved all the date changes for Marvel stuff. But, uh, I have them. Maybe I didn't. Okay, when you get to your stuff, good. Uh, okay, so the last thing I have to say, which is a real fucking head scratcher, 
we we announced we learned a while ago that the Mortal Kombat One DLC is going to involve a lot of super powered characters that really I, I agree don't make sense that don't fit well. Omni Man's dropped, and he was voiced by J.K. Simmons, which makes all the sense in the world if you're going to do it. Homelander's coming fairly soon, and he will not be voiced by Anthony Starr. Because why the fuck would you make any kind of sense with this? Was it a scheduling yeah. thing? I doubt it. I mean, it's it really is just going into a recording booth for a day or two and doing a bunch of sides. I think they just didn't want to pay him, and I don't understand why. I'd have to think Oscar winner J.K. Simmons is more expensive than just really good actor Anthony Starr. That's all news I got. All right. Rejoice those who weren't fans of Love and Thunder because Taika Waititi is not going to be directing the next Thor movie. It's better for everyone involved. He's got too much shit going on. He apparently has like a fuck ton of things to do. Mm -hmm. Get back to Brad. Let's hope one of them them is not the Akira movie. Oh, God. Let's hope it's a good movie, yeah? No. Now You See Me 3 was announced this week. I never saw the second one. Good fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, it holds up. I really enjoyed both of those. Uh, it, it popped up on Tubi. Both were on Tubi now, and I was like, why am I not watching this right now? Yeah, we showed James. Yeah. Yeah, first one was really good. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they're going to add John Cena to the third movie? Let's see what you, you did. You won't see him. See what you did there. I hope Arla Fisher comes back. Yeah, me too. Although, I doubt it. I really doubt it. She was scared for her life on the last one. Yeah. I I believe before the end of the year they're going to be dropping a special episode of Bluey that is going to be 28 minutes long. Whoa. Usually 15, right? Give or take. What did they say it's about? They didn't. Really? I don't know if I can handle a 28-minute episode that involves Unicorns yeah. or Chattermax. I don't think I can handle that much time with either of those characters. I'm, I'm about the fucking Unicorns 28-minute episode. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely not. He's a lot. He is a lot. Uh, yeah. I fucking love him. I love the way they ended the second one, where everyone takes a time at Unicorns. Yeah. Uh, I I was just thinking about Blue the other day, as a 44-year-old man with no children is supposed to. And I was wondering when Chris Hemsworth is going to show up on it. And I really hope, now that you've mentioned that, it's in this 28-minute long one. If you're going to do a special, bring in some very special Australians. Him, Jackman, and it's got to end... With Paul Hogan. With Ryan Reynolds. 
Iron Claw actors Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, and Harris Dickinson say they are open to wrestling, if asked. Did you see the other thing? Uh, the other Zac Efron thing? At the premiere for Iron Claw. I think it was the premiere for Iron Claw. Which other Zac Efron thing? The amount uh, of time he spent face-to-face with Von Eric or the Matthew Perry thing? The Matthew Perry thing. Oh, let's play, play a version of him. Well, yeah, that Matthew Perry, I guess, had previously said that if they, if a biopic was ever made of him, he'd want Zach Efron to play him in it. Yeah. And Zach Efron said yes. Not the one thing I would expect, but Efron is talented. He could... He's one of those guys who could probably play the shark in Jaws. So, well, I mean, they, he did play an early, a younger version of him in the movie Seventeen again. Oh, I totally but, forgot about that film. Yeah, it's a good movie. Venom Three is a new release date, November eighth, twenty twenty four. Yeah, birthday present for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you well, think it's gonna be good? No, but I'm going to see it anyway because I saw the first two in the theater and I'm a completionist. Do you think it has potential to be the best Venom movie ever made? That's very well worded there, Vin. Uh, (laughs) If I'm going to be honest, yes, it has potential to be the best Venom movie ever. I just took a shit earlier and it had the potential (laughs) to be the best shit I ever took because I took some fiber yesterday. But, you know... But everything works out. You gotta right. figure one step back, two steps forward. Right? Tra- well, the first one was a movie. The second one sucked. And then the third one should be better than both. Good, good. If the first one was was a was meh, and the second one sucked, I've never seen a, a, a movie series where the third one is better, you know, in that succession. Because they never make three. Isn't that how the Chuck movies bad. work? What? Isn't that how the Chuck movies play out? No, no, the no. one's better? There's, no. no there's, a, there's an up and down. There's like a mm-hmm. wave yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... He, like, if we're talking about the year of the first motion picture, absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. Then Rafa Khan, oh my god, this mm-hmm. is the best ever. And then uh, Spock, trying to find Spock again. Like, I still enjoy it, but like, if the fans is like, this sucks. Then they go to fucking Wales, and it's like, oh, there'd be Wales mm-hmm. here. Then the fifth one, fifth one is quite possibly the definition of dog shit. Why the fuck does God need a spaceship is the next <laughs> question of. Sixth one? You know what? Yeah, let's go play that ice planet. This one's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. Ten generations down here. Then it fucking mm-hmm. isolates. And then they did the new series where it's like, ah, oh, the new one. Fucking Chris Pine is great. And young Thor dies in the beginning. Awesome. And then into oh. darkness. So they continued the up down of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in reverse order. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've That's never seen a film series where. The third one would be like the best if the first one was like mediocre and the second one sucked. 
mean, Jurassic Park kind of does okay. Because Lost World's a fucking terrible movie. No, Lost World's terrible, but the first one is phenomenal. Right. The third one is not yeah, good. But it, it corrects course a bit. The third one's fun. The third one is better. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But it's not here. I, I'm talking the third one surpasses the first and second one. Yeah. If the first no, one was here and the second one's here. Diminishing Returns is a huge thing in yeah. most franchises. Right. So That's the problem with But franchises. I can see where Vinny's coming from. You'd hope in a series like this, mm-hmm. they figure out their mistakes and start to... They've made enough money with these mediocre Venom movies that they can figure out what the problems are story-wise and make a good, fun movie. They can't, though. The, the only okay. way I could see this one, if it, if to hit that, that upper tier... He's by putting Spider-Man in. If Garfield shows up in this one, it could be absolute dog shit. I'd be like, no, it's right. a fun movie. That's that pretty good. They found their sweet spot. Fucking shill. I, I, you know, I enjoy What about movie. Morbius? What if Morbius and Michael Keaton appear in Venom 3? Does it increase the probability it's good? You need Spider-Man. Uh, what what is the use of a Molotov cocktail? Um, I don't know. No, not because I'm making a metaphor that they would be. No, I want to make one and throw it at the fucking screen. If they do that. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't. At this point, I honestly don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, well, like, don't rule it out. There's no screen. Oh, never mind. They're they're just throwing shit at the wall and they're just seeing what sticks. And it's not sticking like that. The wig Woody War was like. It was kind of like an F you to the audience. At least it was better in the actual movie. That fucking post credit scene was... Uh, I'm pretty sure they got it at Party City. The yeah. only the only thing I could see them doing is no. Maybe. That would be epic, but it would be forced. But what else are they going to do? So, they already used Carnage. He's so underpowered. How does he go up against something like no on his own? Like... And every every other thing is just another derivation of symbiotes that like who gives you they they set it up in the second one that what's his face from Snatch is gonna get abilities so maybe it's a non symbiote based enemy that he'll actually have a challenge but like this point who the fuck cares if you don't figure out a way to have him fight Spider Man you know what I'm done have his villain be Banshee from the X Men the kid from First Class yeah. But they can't do it. Because Marvel owns that stuff now. I'm sure they'll play ball a little bit. That's why I think if if they if they want to put butts in the seats, you need Spider Man. It's the only answer I have. All right. Yeah, we gave Venom way too much time. Earlier in the week, yeah. Warner Brothers shelved the Coyote versus Acme movie, starring John Cena. And then James Gunn and every other fucking director in Hollywood was like, oh, cool, cancel my meeting with Warner Brothers. And now Warner Brothers is like, you know what? Our bad. We're going to shop it around. We're going to see if anybody... Why do we need a Wile E. Coyote movie? We don't. We don't. But it features the John Cena, and he's an up-and-coming commodity. And he's a and no, he's going to play a lawyer. And and Will Forte. 
he is a friend of James Gunn. Oh, is that how that happened? There's a little pressure? Oh, yeah. Which is weird. I mean, like, Cena's got enough shit going on. If one goes south, he's really got to worry about it. He's got how many other irons in the fucking fire? I don't, I don't think it's a... It's not necessarily a, a Cena thing. It's a... You already shelved the Batgirl, which is something people were looking forward to. We're not letting you do this anymore. Like, as directors, as writers, as actors, we're not going to come to your studio with the possibility of you shelving a fucking product that we finish. I think you got good test scores, too. It was getting good. Was it even done? Yeah, it's done. I heard they were still working. They didn't even start working on it yet. It was done? No, it's completely done. It's been testing positively. What the fuck is Warner Brothers doing? I had no idea that was the case. Yeah. That's I was laboring saying. under the notion that this thing was still pre-production. pre-production yeah. Nope. I know what they're doing. I just figured it out, dude. Whoever's in charge is tanking it so the meow spies it. So then they can eventually have Batman versus Captain America. That's what it's all about. It's all leading to the Amalgam Universe. That's what everyone wants. Yeah. So whoever's in charge right now is tanking on purpose. They've got the stock, saying, all right, we got to sell. Michael, you know damn well as much as I do. If it happens and they announce an Amalgam Universe movie, you're lining up for a fucking ticket. I'm going to go see it. But my morbid curiosity meter, oh, I'm going to have that out. It's going to be finely tuned. There it is. Production completed. Matt Shackman, director of the new Fantastic Four movie, has stated that the movie will have more in common with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia than you may think. Very well. It's gonna, I guess, it's gonna be very closely related to It's Always Sunny. So they're gonna refer to Sue Storm as a bird? And someone's going to be a closet homosexual. Someone's going to be a. Uh, Glenn Howard uh, is going to be Doom. Yeah, serial killer. Damn it, Joe. Glenn Howard is going to be Mr. Fantastic. He's going to be Doom. He doesn't want to play a psycho anymore. Glenn Howard wants to showcase his acting abilities. He's, he's he wants to showcase acting abilities playing Doom. He went to Julie. He's going to be Willie Lumpkin. All right, he's going to spend the entire movie as their mailman. Yeah. <laughs> I think Day is mean, Willie. I think they mean as opposed to the, the other two versions where it's the team coming together, they're going to be at each other's throats a lot. Yeah. Which I hope not. Not I, too much. I don't want it in like a negative type of way, but if they're going to be very like the current run that you and I were reading after the whole Manhattan incident where they're just like nitpicky with each other and like shitty because they're family, right? Yeah. yeah. If that's if that's what they're gonna do, great. I'm I'm all for it. If they get a little manic every once in a while because shit gets too much, mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone would read. So what I would what I would like to see happen is if I had my way the connections to always sunny would be would, would work out something like this, right? Mr. Fantastic is just 
short and snippy and just an asshole to everyone, right? Uh, the Human Torch just randomly gets fat in the middle of one of the movies. <laughs> uh, Sue Storm decides she's going to eat kitty litter, and then the thing just starts blasting. That's what I would like to say. Where does Frank come in? That's uh, just I just started blasting. I just started blasting. Anyway, I started blasting. And then, and then Charlie's the mailman? No. Uh, Herbie the robot really loved milk steak. <laughs> uh, the live action Avatar The Last Airbender series that we had talked about the uh, trailer for earlier arrives on Netflix February 22nd. Deadpool 3 is the only Marvel movie we are getting next year. Thanks to all these shakeups. Deadpool has been moved to July 26th of next year. Fucking strike. I know. But that I don't is... know if I believe I don't know if I actually believe that. So Deadpool was 50% complete. Hold on. What do you mean you don't think you actually believe that? That's from the studio itself yeah but i i think that in the next two to three months they'll realize that they were farther along with the project than they originally thought and we'll be able to get a second movie in like november or december no i don't i don't think they will there's been too many problems with them rushing stuff there's Mm -hmm. bad press with that uh superhero fatigue i think they're perfectly fine laying off for a little while and having that be the only thing. And you're giving your effects houses more time now, yeah. which is something they really miss. Yeah, and there's been so many readjustments, so much shifting going on, mm-hmm. they don't want to screw people's perceptions. Is this Deadpool's going to have a lot of effects? No, I think that's why that's, I, think, I think that's why it's going to be the one that comes out next year. Well, you have... The movie was fifty percent complete. You have all the shakeups now with the Marvel universe, so they can even add the revisions. Yeah, they're going to need time to rewrite some stuff. Yeah, I mean, they've and taken the time. Improv. Yeah, they've taken the time during the strike. I guarantee you to tighten up stories and focus mm-hmm. on that way. But like, they're going to need well, like, the next year and a half. Of- Blade was a hot fucking mess, and now it's got time, and it's starting to course correct. Yes. Like, as we heard, Maharshala Ali was ready to fucking walk. Yeah, your your star and producer. That's like Ryan Reynolds saying he was walk for Deadpool. Yeah. And and it's weird because we get conflicting reports after the fact. Like, no, that that wasn't the problem. This wasn't the problem. But that is a problem in and of itself where you're getting these announcements coming from folks and then you have to come out and say, no, no, everything's fine here. Yeah. Like, that's, I never, I was one of the writers and I never heard that shit. So, yeah. Captain America Brave New World has moved from that July 26th date of next year to February 15th of 25. Thunderbolts has moved from 12-20-24 to 7-25-25. And Blade has moved from Valentine's Day 25 to November 7th, 25. Let's not forget, we were supposed to have another Avengers movie in 25. That's how fucked up everything has gotten. And we're not going to get Avengers till 26. Yeah. 
if yeah. we're lucky. No, no. Probably late 26, because there's yeah. other well, movies to fit in there It depends it. if they actually yes. make Kang Dynasty. It depends well, on which there's a, there's Avengers, Avengers movie. movie there. Yeah. They, they have a spot for an Avengers movie. What they're going to call it, who the fuck knows. And we're supposed to get a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. That's supposed and, to be in between. Yeah. Yes. And the other we ones, do, there was a... We do know that's further along than any of us mm. know. Yeah. Uh, there were a bunch of unknown Marvel movies in that also. Yeah. And how many of those movies are going to get cut from the phase also? I doubt they're going to get cut. They're, they're just, it's a matter of shifting stuff around now. They have, these, they have movies they want to make. It's just which one's going to come out when. Uh, we do know that all the Hollywood shenanigans didn't affect the Superman release date. It is still scheduled for July 11th, 2025. I've heard we are going to get a picture of him in the suit uh, dropping soon. Sexy. Xbox. Is he wearing underwears? Wasn't that a big hot button topic? We don't know. We don't know yet. Outerwares. Xbox is partnering with Wonka to give away the first ever edible chocolate Xbox controller and a special edition Xbox Series X that looks like a bar of chocolate. However, the console itself is not edible. We just watched Willy Wonka, so now I've got that in my head. So, like, is it just a piece of chocolate shaped like an Xbox controller, or is there actually electronics in this thing that are going to get fucked up when it melts and you slather all over it? No, so no. I don't it, get this version. It's a, just a chocolate controller, Mike. Okay. Do the joysticks move? Yeah, yeah, The stuff moves, yeah. But it's it's all chocolate. If you've watched any of, like, the Amory Grosson chocolatier oh, videos, yeah. and you know he can make stuff move, that's what you're getting. You're getting like a controller that you can press the buttons and move the joysticks, but it's also like probably pretty decent chocolate. I'm uh, not gonna I say it's, show. I'm not gonna say it's great chocolate. Did take a okay, yeah. Zack Snyder said something fucking stupid and I hate him. So we'll talk about that for a second. Once it loads. Oh, Zack Snyder said he didn't go far enough, quote, with Sucker Punch. And that's why the audience didn't get it. <laughs> okay. That was how many years ago? Doesn't matter. Wait, is there any expansion on that thought? Yeah. Someone probably asked him a question at a Q&A, and he was like, well, I think the problem with Sucker Punch was like, blah, 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 blah. Isn't that movie t- over two hours? He, he says he thinks he could have made his 2011 uh, film more obvious of a satire, because apparently Sucker Punch was a satire. That was a satire. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it about, like, women in, like, a I, uh, prison, sort of? Mental institution, yes. Yeah, I also I also think he he could have put a lot more effort 
into uh, making us realize that 300 was a comedy. <laughs> quote, <laughs> quote, Sucker Punch is probably the most obvious example of straightforward, pure satire that I've made, and I still think I didn't go far enough, because a lot of people thought that it was just a movie about scantily clad girls dancing around in a brothel. I'm like, really? Did you see Watchmen? Snyder That's what I was going to say. Watchmen was the closest he would get to pure satire, if he was going to mention that. Quote, That film is completely a superhero deconstruction from the drop, which is all Alan Moore. That's the thing I found really interesting and motivating throughout my career, and I think that scene as a whole is more obvious than on a movie-to-movie basis. He added... The thing that is deceiving about my movies is that I'm always trying to give the audience the movie they think they want to see, but also give them the subverted version of it at the exact same time. Then That notion has always been really cool and fascinating, that as filmmakers, we're trying to sneak in the subversive thing without breaking the illusion. That's the trick. So, you used the word allegory, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. So, maybe this is just a a narrow perspective understanding of what that word means. But in the cave scenario, right? Mm-hmm. The allegory cave scenario, it only works presented to an outside audience if you can see all of the components of the allegory itself, right? You have to be able to see the images on the wall. You have to be able to see the people seeing the images on the wall. You have to be able to see the flames that are creating the shadows of the images on the wall, and you have to be able to see the puppets that the flames are used to project the images on the wall. You have to be able to see all the components that make it up in order to understand what is actually happening. So, like, if he's presenting it as something, but you can't, but he doesn't actually reveal all the layers of that thing and just leaves it up to the audience to understand, like, oh, there's, you know, two extra layers of this thing. No one's going to fucking figure that out. You know what I mean? Like, if we, as an audience, are just the people seeing the images on the wall, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, this audience is totally going to be able to figure out that it's puppets and a flame behind them. What's the point? I think he thinks he's smarter than he is. Yes. He also thinks he makes good movies. And he also uses words like allegory to keep giving the illusion that he knows what the fuck he's doing. Obviously, he's someone's nephew. (laughs) I'll never take away from him that he makes stylish movies and people will look at stylish stuff. And sometimes stylish stuff is cool. Like when James Gunn wrote a movie and he directed it and had a lot of zombies, it was good. I love the fuck out of Dawn of the Dead. When Frank Miller wrote a fantastical version of the Battle of Thermopylae, Yeah. uh, When he created that comic book and then Zack Snyder adapted it, it was incredible because he was just using someone else's stuff. When he's got to write his own things, he doesn't have the depth he thinks he has. Or he's not as good at laying those layers out, like Kyle was saying, as he thinks he is. So you get... You get, yeah, an action fest 
where you're supposed to read between the lines when you don't give enough metaphor there for us to figure out what you're trying to say. He's also insulting. Yeah, he is. And you get 20 minutes of the Norwegian girl singing. Yeah. yeah. The man's pretentious. There's no doubt he's a bit pretentious. A bit? A little 20 bit. minutes. A little yeah. bit? It's like, listen, if you're going to be a creep with a chick, just do what Tarantino did. Stop dancing around for 20 minutes. Now we're saying... Yeah, just show her feet and jerk off. Let's be better. Exactly. <laughs> Insulting. Insulting this guy. Pravdo. He's going to force me yeah. to act. Do I, we got anything in the chats? Nope. Oh, nice. It's quiet. Nope. Nope. <laughs> to ourselves. Cool. Um, it's because we didn't use that ad money. That's why. Hmm. We didn't use it to promote this show. Wait, that was there, our issue. Is there people watching? Were there people? Okay. Hey, Mike. Do we hear more Star Trek stuff? I could talk about it. No. And is it Mike and Pat? That'd be hilarious. Those are the two. Retired Israeli head of space security claims Earth is collaborating with the Galactic Federation. Good. Wait, the United Federation of Planets? The former. Are we just just supposed to take everything that the Zohan says at face value, or? You don't mess with him. The former head of Israel's space security program, Haim Ashad, has either just spilled the biggest secret in world history or is deeply delusional. Ashad allegedly claims the Galactic Federation has been in touch with the governments of the United States and Israel but asked for its existence to be kept secret. Ashad is a former general who spent 29 years as head of, Is- of Israel's space security program, while also a professor at the Technion, Israel's Institute of Technology. Consequently, he's more likely to be in to be in on any space secrets than someone raving about aliens on YouTube. Nevertheless, the response to Shad's claim is a mix of skepticism and satire. Uh, the article goes on to quote trolls on the internet and also Ashad's uh, scientific papers that he's, he's published. But so, is Zack Snyder making a movie about this too? Thank you, thank you, Kyle. Maybe. <laughs> I think. See, that's not what I'm reading out of this whole thing. This actually makes me believe there is a Jewish space laser. Marjorie Taylor Greene was. You know, I can't even say that. <laughs> you can't. You can't, can't say it with a straight face. If, if anything, this nope. makes me want uh, some history of the world stuff. Part three. Yeah. Jews in space. Jews in space. I've been saying it for how long? We've been in contact since about the 40s or 50s. It's probably been way before that. Oh, yeah. Even before the that. Egyptians and the Sumerians. Don't and the, man. You know, Gozer the Gozerians and the Vigos and, you know. And if you believe in space, they're interdimensional. But that's another story. You guys aren't ready for that yet. You haven't earned your stripes. Uh, they're from, some of them are from space. Some of them are from space. The final frontier. What? You why would believe that the world is a the world is a sphere? So whatever. Yeah. Why would why would there not be intelligent beings through the vastness of space? Wait. So you're yeah. talking okay, interdimensional? Good. Do they have crystal in, skulls in space? No, Joe. They go through stargates. You dummy. <laughs> Yeah, in space, the vastness of space. Why would there not be? No, Stargates, we have them here on Earth, dude. No. Read a freaking book. 
You are saying that we they Kurt Russell. Excuse you're watching a YouTube video. Oh Jesus Christ! Shut, if, shut your fucking. If mind. you're watching a YouTube, people are watching a YouTube video right now. Yeah. So <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for Kyle's favorite segment. Wait, wasn't there another piece of news that dropped this week? No. Live action Legend of Zelda movie. No, that was last week, bro. That last week? Yeah, it yeah, certainly was. Last we week we week. talked about it. Oh, crazy. Alright. So it's so news, news time. <clears throat> There's going to be... We, thin- got an- we got another viewer because since you started said that. Yeah. Girl Scouts Thin Mint Dark Chocolate Spoons are an item that's dropping, uh, I believe, at the Walmarts and Targets. I'm gonna need this explained. Uh, they're yeah. they're for hot they're for hot chocolate, like a chocolate like literal spoon. like plastic spoons with the dark chocolate mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Or they're like made out of chocolate. No, the entire spoon's made of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And you like nice. stir and it mm-hmm. melts into the cocoa, and you know it's good. Mm-hmm. So it's like not it's sign me hot up. chocolate. It is the hot chocolate. Well, it depends. You could do it that way, where it is the only source of chocolate, or you could be a diabetic fat fuck and use the spoon in an existing cup of hot chocolate. So I'll be doing that. So in the instructions, what does it say? Does it say like uh, this is hold on. Let me, be all of your hot chocolate or I'm going to pull out the box from this. my screen on, on my my hand computer and uh, oh wait, I fucking can't. I don't know. It's the front of it. So what is Well, the reason why I'm asking is because does it say like the best pairing with hot chocolate for the spoon would be like Swiss Miss? Is there like an ultimate <laughs> Girl Scout hot chocolate bukkake <laughs> situation? <laughs> A tsunami? It's chocolate and chocolate. However you want to go about it. I would like to personal mix personal opinion. Half a pack of Swiss Miss, half a pack of Nesquik, just a you know curveball. Whatever. Uh, mix it with the spoon and then get separately, not like a package of marshmallows, but get like, um, what are they called? Like, um, do they, do they still make the, the, uh, you know what? Why yeah. not just, uh, why not just go with Malamars? I mean, weird. In lieu of regular marshmallows. <laughs> How's that going to fit in one fucking mug? Malamars are pretty big. <laughs> what? I like. Malamars are pretty okay. big. Yeah. So how's that working? You're only going to get one Malamar. What do you mean, how's it working? Have you listened to the rest of the fucking mug? What's going in it? No. How big is this mug? How is you, haven't, you haven't talked about how big the mug is. There's going to be powder all over the fucking kitchen. <laughs> None of it's right. going to work. First of all. That would kill me. Yo, these are 15 bucks for six of them. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. No, you go to TJ Maxx and you get the, like, the six pack for like five bucks. You go to Walmart and you get six of them for fifteen bucks. Yeah. Nah. So yeah. what you do <laughs> is I don't want to hear any of that hot water in cocoa bullshit. You you, if you steam your milk. If, you steam your milk, or you you go half and half. Or or you do hot water into oatmeal and you make hot chocolate oatmeal. <laughs> That's a thing. But besides, is it a thing? Yeah, I just fucking made it up. That's the thing. 
Um, I only hear water with my hot chocolate. No water. So, I g- no say water. half and half. Mike, you've never had hot chocolate with water? No, I have. That's why I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Wait, why? No better way. There's no better way to do it than with milk. Yeah. Or you get the right. half and I half. I most of my life creamier. with water. And I feel like I was robbed as a child. I was going to say, mister, I don't want to do anything in a kitchen. It's going to steam his own milk for hot chocolate? You don't I'm have to microwave. Him. What the fuck am I? Yeah, yeah, you can no, microwave it. Microwave. Or you can put it in a fucking this, pot. You get those marshmallows that are like candy coated with the peppermint on. Yeah. No, you and your so fucking bad. peppermint. Dude, I am a I am a peppermint bitch. Is there a point in a microwave where milk will burn? Yeah, there's a point in a microwave where anything will burn. Yeah. So, what is the ta- what is the what is the amount of time to avoid putting milk in the microwave? If you're doing that. I don't know. Minutes. I've never <laughs> probably thirty five minutes. <laughs> it's gotta be like three minutes, right? No. Yeah, it will boil. You could definitely go to eight, I think, max. You get scald you'll get scalding scalding hot milk. Yeah. Listen, I want you to do that experiment in your microwave. Because again, not. if I do that experiment in my microwave, Joe will kill me. But so the half and half, right? And you let sure. it get nice and hot. You have your cocoa mix. Uh, it's get yourself the only food news you have. It's not. Get yourself some fancy ass chocolate hot cocoa mix too. None of that fucking Swiss Miss bullshit. Oh, dude! Freaking get the, oh, the, the microplane out and with the chocolate. Yeah. You're getting ahead of yourself, Joe. Then what you want to do to make sure you bring it down to a cool enough temperature is you plop a scoop of chocolate ice cream into the hot cocoa. Now, now, you add your marshmallows and then a whipped cream flavored whatever you want. You could do traditional, or they have chocolate whipped cream, or they have a variety of other flavors that I think I might get or into. Or whipped cream vodka. Or whipped cream vodka, yeah. Fucking. Then the chocolate yeah. wafer and a yes. marshmallow on top of that. And then and you, you micro, then you microplane the fucking, and there you go. You gotta get Good Belgian job. chocolate or German chocolate. You know, you can't use it American chocolate. Oh. Lay's is finally dropping ketchup flavored chips in America. Ew. I, why do you say ew? Why, why do I want do you, chips that taste like ketchup? What do you dip french fries in, asshole? Ketchup. I, 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 Shut I, I, the fuck up, then. I've never <laughs> dipped french fries in asshole. <laughs> yeah, you haven't lived. Have you dipped french fries in asshole? <laughs> nope, not me. I can't say I have either. Old El Paso's getting in on the uh, hors d'oeuvres He's freezer section. Stuffed nachos from Old El Paso are coming out in a three cheese and a beef and cheese variety. I mean, Justin, I'm thrilled to hear about this stuff that you're talking about, but I just thought of a question that <laughs> I think needs to get brought up on a different show. Maybe. Okay. Well, uh, are you going to Mike just made a comment about a name for his dick, I think. Unless, <laughs> unless I misheard that. Stuff not And my question is, you know, maybe this is a teaser for the next live show. Uh, does everyone in this group have a name for their penis, or did they have a name for their penis at one that, time in their life? I, and if so, what is that name? The next, um, the next live show is the Christmas live show. And perfect time. And you know what? Perfect. We don't say it. We have Rebecca guess each of our nicknames for our own joke. <laughs> God damn it. And then... Uh, uh, no. The name, not my dick. 
And then, and then the second thing, the second thing is, I still have that question, that Thanksgiving question for you, that you said you wanted me to ask on this show. Yes. Well, you're you, just doing well, like eight hours of food news. Well, you so. keep fucking interrupting me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> take forever. I'm trying to get through it. Just do it, ready. They also have mini tacos and beef and cheese and chicken and cheese. My mochi. The ice cream mochi company is coming out with a classic pickle flavored ice cream mochi. Fuck off. Change my pickle for a nickel. This one has me excited. It's a Dollar General exclusive, which is kind of weird. Ew. But Michael. Did they have brown stained ceiling tiles? <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael and Joseph. Do you, water bucket. do you remember <laughs> Crunch Taters? From when we were super young. Crunch I have to. I have to look at. It. I have to look at. They were put out by Lay's. They were extra crunchy potato chips. Are they anything like tater skins? Pretty uh, similar. Yes, I do remember that like the, the alligator crocodile yes. on the front. Yeah. Well, they're coming out limited edition Dollar General, Mighty Mesquite, and original flavored. I might. We might have to try this, guys. Might we? Might we. Damn, damn. <laughs> Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I make a oh. way better sandwich than Subway, but I wish I had their fucking sauces to put on my sandwich? Nope. I've never thought that, but um, I do wish I had their sauces. Well, anyway. you could buy them. Uh, coming to Walmart, you'll be able to get sweet onion teriyaki sauce, roasted garlic aioli sauce, creamy Italian MVP sauce, and Baja Chipotle sauce. All in Baja Chipotle and the, the sweet onion teriyaki are the only ones I need. In a delightful 16 fluid ounce bottle. Delightful? Yeah. Uh-huh. Honey Bunches of Oats is getting in on the winter edition. That's the last cereal I thought I'd see, but whatever. Frosted Bunches <gasps> is available right now in a grocery store near you. Dove Chocolate is dropping their cherry cordials just in time for the holidays, along with milk chocolate peanut butter reindeer. That sounds good. Yeah, I like a. a do you nice have Google alerts for chocolate. food? Or do you take deep dive? Uh, I'm going what? to let you in on a secret. TikTok listens to me, so it just okay. constantly drops <laughs> new I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised I don't I don't have like alarms in my phone for anything chocolate peanut butter related. It's true because I feel like I should have known about those. Walmart is releasing or has released. I think they're available now. Scented blankets. Okay, this is not food. See, you need to confirm whether or not they're available now because I'm not going to scramble up the couch a second time for no reason. They are available now. Cedar and pine, if they're in stock. Sweet peppermint, apple pie, and hot cocoa. Can you eat the blankets? You can. I don't think it's recommended. <laughs> can you lick not the fucking blankets? fucking food news. It's smelly. It's smelly <laughs> it cloth smells news. Like... <laughs> That's, you know, you can also name the show Smelly Cloth. <laughs> smelly cloth, smelly cloth. How many, how many coffee drinkers we got? All right. Guess what, guys? Eggo waffles and syrup flavored coffee mate coffee creamer is coming to a grocery store soon. No. 
Technically, that's drink news. But it's based on a liquid food. News. This is not food. <laughs> it's liquid. But we did hot cocoa. It and is pancake batter creamer. No, then it's li- then it's drink juice. And yeah, you poured it in boiling hot water, and it just bubbled. I like turned into like a fucking funnel cake in there. Oh. That'd be nice. Deep fry it and make funnel cake. Coffee flavored funnel cake. Yeah, That's you, dog you shit. can make it. You can make a batter okay. out of the coffee. Cream. So are we done with food news? That is the end of food news. Okay, because I have a food question. Go that I think it. would be a great bow. On the end of food news, but I think we're over our time now. We're so, not uh, actually. We still got time. Go ahead. Sorry, Matt Damon. What do you got? What's your question? Uh, my question is uh, is specifically about a turkey, right? Because uh, yes. as you saw earlier, I had to go get it from the store. Um, it's not a butterball, which Joe claims she ordered, uh, but it's clearly not one of those. So I think she fucked up. She's claiming that the guy at Target fucked up, but I think she fucked up. Anyway, um. The question is, we're going away for the weekend, right? So the reason why I had to get it today and not tomorrow, because we're not coming home tomorrow, and my parents don't have a place to keep it in their freezer. But I know you need to take it out a few days in advance to thaw. It is a 20-pound turkey. And normally, I believe that's out for four days. No. This could have been a text. <laughs> uh, could have been, but it's food news. This is actually food, not drinks. Four, day, not it, sheets, four not days. Plastic. Four days. If you're going to let it thaw in a refrigerator, okay. Do not leave it out in the open for that long. Okay. Uh, when it, you need it for Friday, right? Yes. Because I'm I'm doing the desserts for your Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Um, so I would take it out Monday. Take it out of the freezer Monday to put it in the fridge. Correct. Okay. And then Thursday, when you get back, I would then take it out of the fridge and make sure that it's completely defrosted. And if it's not, then you could leave it overnight out. <clears throat> or you could brine it. I, I suggest brining it because that's the way to go. So brine it Thursday night into Friday morning. Then you rinse it, pat it dry, massage some butter and seasonings up in that bitch, and then put it in the oven. Yeah, you gave Joe directions for last year, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I couldn't remember if she brined it or not. Browned it, but over the past tense of brine us. Yeah. Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brined. Brined to do. Okay, we have any douches? Justin. I have no douches. I do have a nerd. I got two nerds. Okay. All right. Go for your nuts. Uh, pink. It's my favorite the, color. The singer. The pants company? Color of fashion. She is doing a bunch of concerts in Florida this week. And to all the attendees of her concert, she is giving out all the banned books that Florida has banned. Over the last year, that's a good move. So, so is she just like robbing libraries, or she's just you know buying tons of copies and just giving the fucking books out. Good for her. Amazon. Where's she buying them from? Not Florida. Probably Amazon. Really not Florida, but yeah, Joe's Barnes right, and Nobles. Yeah, these books are still printed, Kyle. They're just banned in the, the state. 
How do they get through? What if she's lugging them from Georgia across the border? You are extra tonight. But they're they're not banned in the state, right? They're banned from the schools putting them in there. Like, Correct. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not doing burning yet. Are are you yeah. are you sure that the entire Florida border is not lined with? There might a be. There, there's book protectors. I just drove through there recently. There was there was book patrol. Yeah. So do they have like book it like locked up and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's man. no longer a war on drugs, fellas. So we're on book it. Do you think the police will be waiting for her and they're going to say, book her? She's already done it. She's already had like three concerts and she's given the fucking shit out. She's like, you missed my pun. You missed my pun. No, no, I didn't didn't hear anything funny, so I just kept going. Did you you say something? No, okay. No, you didn't. All right, fine. That's cool. Uh, Mike. Mike. How was it funny when it doesn't sound? Mike, what's what? Who are your nerds? I have uh, Nas, hip hop artist Nas, has has created a paid in full foundation to support hip hop pioneers. So, unlike the wrestling industry, people in the hip hop industry are doing something to help the people that inspired them. Because I know the art in, in the comic industry, there's already something in place for this. I, I, I don't know about other industries, but like he's helping take care of people who brought him up in the industry, which is good. So yeah, Nas. And uh, I'm going to get the the specific town in New Hampshire. Where did I put that? Where did I put that? Where did I put that? They have a great state motto. What is it? The city of Dover, New Hampshire, for making a 40th anniversary Ninja Turtles manhole cover directly in front of the location where the house was that Eastman and Laird created the entire Turtles universe. Uh, Where the house was because it was demoed and unfortunately they weren't able to turn it into a landmark. Uh, Is it a pizza place at least? I was going to say it's got to be a pizzeria. Oh, wouldn't that be kids, Matt? But I don't think so. Damn. Or a bodega that only sells pork rinds. Mm. State motto: Live free or die hard. Yeah, that is a good state motto. No, it's just live free or die. I think it's number one on the list of state mottos. It's definitely number one on our list, for sure. It just edges out Delaware. Hi, we're in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware, just passing through. Now I don't know if Delaware's state motto is actually just. The first state. I don't know if they have a motto aside think, from that. I think it is. But uh, I think Ricky Bobby would be proud of Delaware's state motto. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. And they don't cheer big red We're first, enough said. What else you got? Mm-hmm. Ending. Let's make an ending because it's ended like an hour ago, but ended. Justin, are you done with food news yet? I think I, I mean, I have food news for next week already because we had to push this show. I could get so into it. I'll make you a deal. You're Joe, not, you're not on out the stream. Cut out the stream. Justin, continue <laughs> on with your food news and we'll get it all out this week. But you're not on the show next week anyway. Yeah, but these guys don't want to hear it either. Yeah, they do. Joe loves food news. It is getting to Christmas time and it's, it's all chocolate and peppermint and more chocolate and peppermint. and. Yeah, bitch. Fucking addict, <laughs> dude! You should see my like pantry. It's you just should see him chop up 
a line of fucking candy cane and snort it. He's then he sits back on his couch, puts on frosty. Dude, our tree's up, our house is decorated. See. The outside's done. See. Is Beth Peggy with a candy cane? <laughs> no. Dude, it, you think about it. It was so beautiful last weekend. When she Peggy with a candy cane? I it's it was the perfect it's time. The for big, me to thick, just, for, it's the thick just, peppermint stick one. It's one of the long it's, candy canes. It's the giant yeah. one. <laughs> You guys gotta come see the house. It's it looks great. I will when Uh, when it gets closer to Christmas. Yeah, you're supposed to do it in the cold and suffer like everybody else. You (laughs) fucking dude. I was up on the roof. It was nice out. I took my I took my hoodie off. I'm like you know sweating a little bit. You know, I thought I got off the roof one day. I thought I got out of putting the lights on the on like the higher roof of my house. Yeah. For the first time since we lived here, uh, just because like we're pretty pretty much like everyone like, uh, you know, Joe's dad doesn't want to come help doing it because it's annoying. Just fucking stand there for an hour and a half holding the ladder for me. That's why so, I got like no one wants to do it anymore. But now Morgan's got a new boyfriend, and Joe was like, "Hey, you want to come uh, help us put up Christmas?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, so now now I'm back putting lights on the top of the house again. Just get projectors. That's what I do. Well, we had a project. We have a projector for Halloween. Those are dead. Uh, you know what? It is I a nightmare. Watching record now, now, so I'm <laughs> <watching it. laughs> all right. Go ahead and end the show. Uh, all right. Um, as always, if you like what you hear, you can like us on Facebook.com/slash Nerdities. Follow us on Twitter at Nerdities. Email us at nerdiesgmail.com. And check out nerdies.com and tune in for the next live show where everybody talks about the names for the days. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Um, while you're at that website, fuck yourself. And then go over to nerdies.myspreadshop.com. Buy our cool shirts and hoodies and socks and hats and aprons and fucking satchels. Whatever the fuck else you want to buy that you Baby don't. clothes. There's ornaments and shit. Go over to can'tstoptheropedrop.myspreadshop.com to get some really cool holiday and regular Disney-related shirts. Go to sinfulcreationsbyjustin.com. That's C-I-N-N-F-U-L creationsbyjustin.com. And order your holiday treats. The holiday menu is up. People are already ordering plenty of holiday items. I got the first order for the Hostess Cupcake Cookies. Those have been up since September. My first batch of them will be made for an order for Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm excited for that person. Not excited that I have to make them. There's a, there's a lot of steps to that one. I probably should have thought that one out a little bit better before I put it on the menu, but they looked cool. Back off. Yeah. Any peanut butter? To, uh, yes, peanut that peanut same order one. has a peanut butter frosting. Stuff which makes my life easy because they are the same base cookie, so but yeah, order stuff, get it delivered. We now have mystery snack boxes and a mystery gift box. The snack box is a half dozen of each of the followings assorted cookies, assorted hand pies, and brownies, and the gift box is 
a dozen cookies, a dozen brownies, a dozen ham pies, and a full dozen of the large size cinnamon rolls. Get them shipped to you. Um, your family what, and friends. What what flavor is assorted? Whatever I feel like putting. I keep I keep hearing that word, but I can't imagine what mm-hmm. a sort of tastes like. Uh, <laughs> You're on a good one. <laughs> it tastes like sorted ass. What? It tastes like sorted ass. <laughs> it sounds like something you would make. Yeah. Sounds like something I would stick my French fry in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, thank you for everybody tuning into the live show. Um, Both of you. All three. Yeah, all three. Um, if you're watching the replay or if you're watching this live, uh, down at the bottom you'll see a subscribe button. Mash that button, and then next to it you'll see a bell. Hit that bell to get notified when new content is coming, because new content is co- coming, including more live shows. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, Christmas stuff. More than three people listen. Yeah. And videos and movies and And our cooking shows. And a cooking show. Uh, give us a budget for these because we need money to do this stuff, and we would like some. <laughs> uh, write to us at nerdities at gmail.com. We'll croon, we'll swoon, we'll talk about your business and or product. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. One last thing to plug. <laughs> Our annual Christmas week off. You dear sweet listeners, you will still get new episodes. You're going to get... Our Nerdities Hallmark Christmas movie, Radio Play, Thingamabob, whatever we decide to name it because we still haven't. And the 100 greatest television shows picked by Nerdities. AKA another excuse to yell at each other. And, oh, it's <laughs> and be get a shit show. drunk. Ho, 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 bitch. The opinions of the Nerdities crew are. Watch Star Trek and Nerdities. Thank you. Why should I care? Mm, drop! And why should I care?